0: You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams, reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly. Skip the FOMO and let's dive into the deep together. Hey, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Jai Long. This is Make Your Break, episode 186. And today I'm talking with marketing and business coach, Hazel. She's from Australia. She's actually from Melbourne, Australia, just around the corner from me. And uh, she does really well on social media. She loves showing up as her authentic self. And today she's going to give you some tips and tricks on how you can actually overcome the fear of showing up on social media, especially on videos and a strategy with creating better social content and just getting really comfortable with being uncomfortable of actually just showing up. I'm really excited about today's episode. Hazel has got a lot of great things to bring to the table. She's also got a little freebie to help you as well. So if you're listening along, you're going to hear that along the way and she'll prompt you to go over and and download that, which will really help. And uh, other than that, let's get into today's episode. Do you want to introduce yourself to my audience?
1: Hi Jai, uh, my name is Hazel, I'm a business and marketing coach. I help service-based entrepreneurs create, market and grow aligned businesses with ease and flow.
0: And this is your first podcast episode.
1: This is my first podcast episode that I've been a guest <laughs> on. So thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: That's so cool. I always love it when someone comes on, as their first first time ever. <laughs> Are you feeling nervous?
1: I feel good. I feel excited.
0: Yeah, that's good. So today, we're actually going to talk a little bit about... Actually, tell me what we're going to talk about.
1: (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about how to stand out on social in a way that... Does it feel like you're faking it? I know that a lot of the time I see with my clients and commenters on social, they'll say, Hazel, it's it's actually one of the most common questions I get asked. Hazel, how do you have such an authentic social presence? It really seems like you're you. When I speak to you, you're exactly the same. How do you get there? And how do you promote yourself in a way that actually feels good and gets results?
0: Mm. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you comfortable talking to your camera and posting it on social media?
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: Did it take you a long time to get comfortable?
1: You know what? It's it's really interesting that you asked me that question because I'm a marketing native, right? I've worked mm-hmm. in marketing for over 10 years. I'm in this world and I know that the best way, well, I feel like the best way to really promote your business is... To showcase your face and who you are and your personality. And you don't have to, but I feel like it definitely helps. And so I knew that when I launched my own business, that I, especially being a business coach and promoting myself, my own services, I needed to put my face out there. And I... I did have some stickiness to begin with, and I did a lot of mindset work. And this is the same, the same things that I teach to my clients as well. And I feel like a huge part of showing up online authentically is the mindset piece. And I did Mm -hmm. a lot of that and I just felt things shift. And eventually I just started showing up more and more and more. And the more I did, the better a response I got from my audience as well. And more people started coming in and the right kind of people started coming in. And it just, in the first couple of months of launching my business, I had viral content. I started attracting soulmate clients and I was like, wow, I've really figured out how to shift this within myself and attract those soulmate clients. And that's, what I'm so passionate about teaching my, my clients as well. So that's a long-winded way of answering your question as to Which <laughs> whether is exactly I exactly comfortable I wanted. or
0: not. You know, because so many of us, we get so uncomfortable in front of the camera, but I actually watch you and you seem very comfortable just there teaching and just, you know, talking, communicating with everybody. And um, I just wanted to hear about like the shift that you had to get to the point, because I know not all of us just, happen to always have been so comfortable in front of the camera, especially showing up as ourselves for ourselves. And, you know, even like showing up for our services and selling our services. Like there's so many times we hold ourselves back. So for you, it sounds like you were more ambitious than what the fear was. And you were like more like driven towards your goals and wanting to reach those goals more so than holding yourself back in the fear that you had around showing up.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think that in any stage of growth that you're in, the next level always has some stickiness around it, right? You're always going to feel uncomfortable about something. If that's, you know, achieving your next income goal, showing up on social, learning a new skill, whatever it is, there is always a sense of, you know, this this little voice inside of you. That's like, can you actually do this? (laughs) And you or like, or just uncomfort, you know, a little bit of discomfort around moving into that next level. And I think making, turning that discomfort into like clocking it being like, Hey, cool. Thanks. Noted. I I know that. And now I use that feeling as a really good sign that I'm moving forward and to lean into that. And I know that the next level is coming. And that's exactly what I find that people do once they start moving through that fear of showing up online as well.
0: So you use it basically as a measuring tool to know that you're on the right path, heading in the right direction because you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, but you're doing it regardless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. it's that it's that saying, right, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that it's a really good signal that you're, you're going into the next level version of yourself, whether that's on social or in business, wherever it is.
0: Um, Do you have any practical tips for people that are trying to get over that fear right now and um, they're sitting there, they've had, they started, let's say an Instagram account five years ago, they still haven't built up that courage yet to sort of show up and talk on social media and show their face and introduce themselves and connect with other people and reach out and DM people. Yeah. Is there anything like practically for them to think about?
1: Mm-hmm. So what I teach my clients is a bit of a framework around how to show up online in a way that feels good, right? And I think if you think about your business as a triangle split into four different sections, right? The top is selling your products or your service. And that's what we all want to do at the end of the day. That's why we're running a business is because we want to sell our services and help people, impact people, etc. The next level down is your content, your marketing, Underneath that is building your your brand, what do you stand for, what are your brand values? And underneath that, that holds everything together that I often find that we overlook is your mindset and how to get your mindset into a magnetic space where you feel like you're just attracting those, those beautiful soulmate clients and showing up. So in terms of actionable steps, something that I first of all just want to say is that your success is ultimately a byproduct of your mindset, right? When your mindset is on point, your success is going is going to follow. And that doesn't mean that we don't have negative thoughts or we don't have negative feelings at all. It's about, as an entrepreneur, noticing them observing them and then reframing them in a way that we can, we can use them. Right. And so some tools that I recommend my clients use is meditation. I know that everybody talks about this and everyone is like, you know, meditating changed my life, (laughs) but really meditation actually changed my life. I have a really beautiful morning practice that includes meditation and I think a really powerful one for this topic in in particular is is a future self meditation. So there's lots of guided ones on Insight Timer or YouTube but basically what you do is you sit you sit down and the meditation will take you through what you would like your highest self, you're the best version of yourself to look like and down to what you're wearing, what, what you did that day, how you woke up. Did you go work out? Did you go walk in the sun when you started working? What kind of work was that like? What were you doing within your work? And then I think this practice can really help you see and envision yourself showing up as that next level version of yourself. And then once you become really clear on who that is, then you can just start doing it. Act as if I say. So
0: I love that so much.
1: Act as if you are that person who has that amazing job that you're after, amazing life that you're after, and and start embodying that. And I feel like even just that is such a beautiful first step to showing up on camera because that CEO version of yourself who's got the six fig- who's making the six figure years or the million dollar years they would show up exactly like that person that you have imagined yeah. already.
0: It's so so important because one reason we're talking about this before when you have the fear of you know showing up on social media and things like that. If you do imagine yourself as that person, and if you do it over and over, you start getting attached to that person because you want to be that person so badly. And then when something comes up, and maybe it's the fear of showing up on social media, then becoming that person, it's more scary to lose that person just because of social media than it is to post on social media. So what happens is we start making different decisions, which I think is so, so important. And I love the way that you are actually implementing that in your life as well. It's incredible.
1: Absolutely. I feel like this practice was was really vital for when I first had started my business. And I think a lot of people feel this when they're first starting out because they can't even imagine like it's harder to imagine what that new level even looks like or that mm, confidence looks course. like. and because we haven't been there yet. And when you start showing up in that good vibe, high vibe state, the thing is, other people start feeling that as well. Like, I'm sure that you've experienced this as well. When you are feeling like you, you are embodying that version of yourself, people start gravitating towards you. People want mm. to feel that energy. They connect with you. And yeah, yeah, I'd be totally curious agree. to know whether you've, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then when you're putting that on, out on social media, it's the same thing. Like, people are so attracted to those that are just showing up as themselves and sharing whatever it is that they're doing.
1: Mhm,, mm-hmm. and some other some other tips are journaling as well. Journaling has really helped. I don't think that it has to be, you know, pages and pages. It could just be some prompts like, How do I want to feel today? How do I want to show up within my business today? Getting a coach, of course, helps guide that transformation as well. Affirmations can really help. And then some more actionable things could be, like, if you're like, Hazel, okay, but I just want I just want a quick tip right now. How am I going to show up on social in a way that's going to make it easier for me without, you know, a lot of the time we hear like, just be yourself. And you're like, well, what does be myself mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. know how to be myself. Like, I, I'm always myself. <laughs> so something that uh, you can also do, especially if it's a fear of like standing out on camera, for example, or speaking to camera. It can just be as simple as imagining that you were FaceTiming a friend, like putting your stories on, imagining that you're just talking to your friend, telling them, giving them some tips or sharing your work or selling your services. And, and if you stuff up, just leave it in there.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, totally.
1: You know, like, I
0: think
1: <laughs> we have this perception that everything, everything needs is to gonna be, be perfect. perfect.
0: I know, seriously.
1: <laughs> I, I let go of that a long time ago.
0: <laughs> it's so freeing to let go of that. And everyone always thinks it's so weird that I just do an instant. Like I'll just talk to my phone and then i just post it. And everyone's like, how do you do that? Like you met, you stuffed up. That's fine, man. Like, it's already done. It's already posted.
1: <laughs> it's already done. Let's move on. And also you're a human and that just makes you so much more personable, right? Yeah. Leaving all the, the, the rough edges in. I trip over my words all the time and I just leave it in there and... Why not? And then when people speak to me and they realize I speak the exact same way, it's because I've already put that really unfiltered version Mm. of myself online.
0: You know, another thing, like you were talking about, like really talking to a friend on FaceTime and sort of using it like that. I think a lot of people hold themselves back because the first person they think about is the person that judges them the most, or they feel like they will be judged by. And sometimes that could be the person closest to us. So it could be like, oh, my husband thinks might think I'm an idiot for talking on social media. My mom, my dad, they might see this. my friends, my best friend, what are they going to say? And I, I see it so often where the first thought or the first person that we think about is not the right person because that's not who you're talking to. And I think sometimes we need to sort of uh, work on those things, maybe talk to those people and say, you're not supporting me in the best way or we need to maybe unfollow those people or unfollow them from our brains. And we really (laughs) do need to always visualize the person that you're actually talking to and that's the person that you're going to impact because when you have that mindset shift, things change.
1: Things really change. I mean, selling is a service, right? And we have our businesses to serve others. And so when we focus on who we're actually helping and who is going to benefit from, from our services, that is such a huge shift in the way that, that we show up and ultimately your, your brother or your, your cousin who may not be into your content, they're not your target audience.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, like the most of the time your haters will turn into lovers. And a lot of the times it's in, inside your own head as well. Like so often, like I remember when I was um, a tradesman and I was like turning in to become a photographer and I was so scared of what all the people on site were going to say. And then once they all see my content, they all loved it. And it was just me in my own head making up these avatars that didn't exist and these judgments that didn't exist about myself. But a lot of the times, like so many people want to support you. And even if they don't, a lot of the times the haters and naysayers will turn into supporters if you keep showing up relentlessly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a really good question to ask yourself if you're like, "Oh god, what will X person think? Or they will think XYZ?" to just to just ask yourself like, "Where is the evidence to show that that is even true?" Mm. Like they are probably not even thinking about you. And if they do, they're probably going to think, wow, "That's really awesome." Or "Cool, that's interesting." They're not going to think, "Who is who is that person to be doing that?"
0: Yeah. Can you tell me, like you were talking about showing up in social media authentically and feeling like you're sort of not faking anything. Like what does that look like to you, like being authentic on social media?
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting question, right? Because we are all so multifaceted and it is an interesting thing that I think a lot of entrepreneurs are going through where it's like how much of my so- myself do I share? Which parts of myself do I share? Do I only share the professional parts or do I show myself as I would to my friends? And it's not about creating yourself and creating this persona of who you are, but it's about defining which parts of you that you want to share with the online world and your community. So which parts of myself do I want to share? And I guess that's how I would define showing up authentically. It's showing up in a way that you're not creating this different version of yourself, which people will feel, um, but but defining the version of yourself that you want to share with the online space.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so important to understand as well. And I think sometimes it's misunderstood in my mind of how people say, like, be authentic. And so people think like, so does that just mean like no makeup, just got out of bed you know just eating some cereal in the morning is like is that what you mean and it's like no being authentic to yourself is like how do you want to show up like a rock star on stage is showing up authentically themselves because they're an entertainer but that doesn't mean that's what they look like at breakfast time you know or if someone wants to show up in drag like they want to show up that way to express themselves and that's the way they authentically feel like they need to be but then you know, it's not like we all have to walk around with blue jeans on white shirt and no makeup to be completely raw and completely authentic. So it's really important to understand: is it's up to us on how that uh, we want to be perceived by what we show to the world and how we show up.
1: That's it. And I thought about this quite a lot as well. And I, this is something that I speak to my clients about as well. Is even even with myself, I. It's it's interesting, right? Because you you want to see like the realist version of people online and that is how you build that no like trust factor. But even with myself, I was like, when I was starting out, I was like, well, I'm not the kind of person who shows up and goes to a big family gathering with like no makeup, messy, in tracksuit pants, like that is totally fine, but that's not authentic to me. And so it doesn't actually make sense for me to show up on social like that because that isn't how I am. And I did have this moment of like, am I still being authentic if I'm not showing myself when I've woken up in the morning and like, you know, in bed doing stories, talking about what I want to do that day, but that just doesn't feel good to me. And I think that's just something to note as well. Like as you're recording, you're like, does this feel good or does this feel feel unaligned? Yeah.
0: I know. And so often like, it's funny because we can fake the good and we can also fake the bad. And so You know, we can, just like you're saying, it's like if you change the way that you were to show up on social media in the morning, you know, with bed hair and stuff like that, it's like, I'm actually faking something now because in reality, I wouldn't be talking to anyone right now like this, you know, Uh I would need to go and have a shower. So get in the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think another element to this, which is really important is thinking of yourself as a brand. And... What do you stand for? Like, what does your brand stand for? What What are your values as a person? I'm using kind of brand and yourself kind of interchangeably right now because, you know, I'm I'm speaking to service space like creators or marketing themselves. But what are my values? What kind of message do I want to spread in the world? And how do I want people to connect with me? You know. And so, if if you think like my values are Authenticity, warmth, friendliness, learning. I, I want people to feel welcome and in a safe space when they get onto my page and they listen to my content or interact with me in any way. And that's why, whenever I piece any, whenever I post any piece of content, I do it through the lens of: Does this, does this align with my brand values? And then you can use that as a really good kind of measure of whether you feel comfortable sharing something or not. For example, there are a lot of trending real topics, out, like real sounds out there at the moment, which are quite like negative. I feel like it's kind of like the audio, the style is like a bit kind of like, oh, don't you hate it when this happens? Or like, it's just not not in the most like uplifting way. And I already know as soon as I listen to that, that even if it's funny, I'm like, that just doesn't suit me and my brand because that's not the value that I want to give to people. That's not how I want people to feel when they interact with my brand online.
0: I love that. I love that. It's so important, you know, even just I mean, with all of that stuff, like thinking about like the way that we're showing up on social media, where we're showing up, who we're talking with on social media, like all this stuff. I think it's so important because it creates that overall brand and that conversation with our clients and everybody's watching all the
1: time, you know. Mm -hmm. And just not just doing things for the sake that they are trending, you know, I think is a really big part of it as well. I mean, I've used a lot of trending audio and done a lot of trending things in my time. (laughs) But if it doesn't, if it doesn't align with your business, let it go. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel authentic to you and people are going to feel that.
0: Yeah. I think it's so important, like whenever you're creating content and posting something, that like you're excited about what you just made. And so you know your followers are going to be excited about what you just created as well. And so it's pretty easy to sort of determine. Like if you created something and you're about to post it and you really hate it and it's giving you anxiety, then it's probably not the right thing to be posting.
1: Yes. Yes. I actually I show my partner um a lot of the reels before I post them, or a lot of my content before I post them just for fun, you know? And sometimes I find myself saying, you know, Are you sure, like do you think this is this one is fine? Is it is this is this a bit weird? Is the audio a bit funny? Does it feel good? And I just know as soon as I start asking those kinds of questions, it's got to go. Like it's not it's not going to work.
0: Mm, that's such a good way of weeding out the content that you shouldn't be posting.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I definitely find that helps too, just talking it through with somebody.
0: Yeah. Do you have any other tips on how to show up authentically on social media without feeling like we're faking it?
1: Mm-hmm. I think another thing that can also help is the way that you have branded yourself on social. So something to think like a lot of, I see a lot of people do this where they are like, well, my favorite color is pink. And so that is going to be my brand. It is going to be pink. And that's just what I'm going to go with. And I often see people down the line saying, I'm not really even sure why I did that or why I chose these fonts or what they really mean. And usually when I when I dig into this deeper, it's not something that makes them feel good. That They're not representing themselves visually in a way that feels good. And I think that this is something that a lot of us don't think about when we start sharing online or promoting our businesses is what the look and feel is of our brand as well as what we're actually saying, right? And so this can just give you so much more confidence to show up in a way that feels good because you feel aligned with what you're creating. You know, like I have a lot of like oranges and blues in my content. And I know that orange kind of signifies like energy and warmth and blue is kind of like calming. And friendly. And so I want to show up more just because I know that even visually, people are feeling what my brand looks like. And that can really attract the right kind of customers as well.
0: That's such a good and interesting way of thinking about how you're sort of curating everything. And so my partner, she's a graphic designer and she does like amazing brands for amazing people. And she often talks like she will sit in and have a strategy call with people. And she's often like, I understand exactly what you want. You said you love pink and you want a pink website, but let's talk about your perfect client for a second, because is that what they want? And so often we make everything about ourselves, which sometimes we need to make it about ourselves for sure. But I think there's a big element where we need to really think about our perfect clients as well, who we're trying to attract with the kind of design and and the type of stuff that we create around ourselves. I think it's important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it really helps like visual also her work is so beautiful yeah it is yeah love it so the thing with 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 your branding and using it in a way to show up authentically is that people see your branding and they they are able to process it in like seconds They look at it and instantly they will know what kind of brand you have, what you're trying to say. There's so much that you can get just from the way that your brand looks like and feels like. And there it is. It's time for my second coffee. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know it's time for me to go to bed as well. I'm definitely got a little bit of jet lag from just coming back from Europe and everything, but but it's fun. It's fun jumping on a podcast and brainstorming some stuff. And you know, like even I'm just looking at your Instagram right now. And it's so interesting, because you can sort of see like after everything you're talking about, you can see how much work you put into everything. And it's so important to really think about just really think about how you've like curated everything, the words that you use, you know the audio that you use, the colors that you're using. And after a while, like it creates a whole brand and story around like, is this the type of person I want to go and work with? and it also intrigues you as well so anyone out there like if your social media if it's if it doesn't have that like if they're not scrolling through and people can kind of see like what they're in for like what kind of content they're going to get what do you stand for what's the values what kind of, what kind of services do they offer it's really hard to get people to follow you or to be interested in your work so i think it's so important to think of the overall strategy of your whole social media account
1: uh mm-hmm. That's it. And also how it ties in with what you want to be doing. Like yeah. what what work lights you up, which parts of your work lights you up and then how you promote that and how you promote it within yourself, like your own business and your brand together um, as a whole.
0: You know, another thing is too, is like who you repel. And so often we don't think about that or like the work that we actually repel. So I know like I have a lot of wedding photographers listening and a lot of the times they will say like, Jai, I really don't want to just shoot a photo of the dress in the window anymore. And you look at their social media account and they've posted that lots of times, you know, a dress in the window because they feel like, well, I've got to post it. But if they truly don't actually want to do that work, they probably should stop showing that work to their future clients. So then their future clients are expecting that work. And it's so important that everything that we put on our social media is in line with exactly what we want to do right now not what we've done in the past.
1: Yes, totally. I actually, uh, I think a really good example of this is the photographer from my wedding who was uh, Briar's Atlas or uh, oh, yeah. Ollie Sansom. Yeah, he's a he friend is, of mine. He is so amazing and yeah. on the day just...
0: Shout out Ollie.
1: Shout <laughs> out Ollie. He is amazing. Go check out Ollie. His handle is at Briar's Atlas and he's amazing. Yeah. And... You can really tell as soon as you land onto his account.
0: Yeah, he does really he repels people. You know, (laughs) like you know if you love his work or don't love his work. And that means like he's the people that hire him really love his stuff.
1: Yeah, and we really loved his stuff. As soon as he's actually just such a perfect example of this because you go onto his page and you can see the kind of person he is. Like Mm -hmm. you get a vibe from that, even though he's not posting himself all the time. He is he has very clearly done the mindset work, branding work that we just discussed, how totally. I want to be seen. He's done all that thinking and he's thought about that and you can see it on his account. He doesn't, you can really see his creativity stand out and the types of posts that he does. And yeah, I think even if you are, if you're like a wedding photographer and you're like, how do I create content in a way that stands out when there are so many other wedding photographers? And it's the same in every niche, right? How do I stand out? Even if we're doing a similar thing, it really goes back to, okay, cool. Like, what is my creative spin on this? Like, what do I like doing? What do I do in a way that nobody else does it like me? Totally. And then showcasing more of that kind of content is. So important.
0: Yeah, because I feel like all his work doesn't matter if it's client work, but it really does reflect him and his personality, like through and through.
1: And do you know what? When we worked together, his personality was exactly what I was expecting it to yeah. be,
0: as well. <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah. And so that good. is, yeah, he actually is a beautiful example of showing up authentically online.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Ollie. He's he's one of my amazing friends. There's also a podcast or two episode with Ollie on here. So if you want to go back and find out who he is, go and have a listen. I'm actually going to wrap up because I've got a coaching call and then I've got some sleep to do. Um, Hazel, where can we find you? I know that you do some one-on-one mentoring and I know I've got some eager people that want to contact you.
1: You can find me on Instagram at hey.hazel and that's Hazel with an A-L, not an E-L, just for fun. And, uh, and my website is heyhazel.com.
0: Easy. Well, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and being allowing me to be your podcast first. It's really cool.
1: Thanks so much, Jay. It was so lovely to be here.